family-friendly media. What does that even mean? Creators and researchers of family-friendly media have varying definitions of how family-friendly media is defined. In this podcast, you'll learn about the similarities and differences in their definitions. You'll also learn about co-viewing and where those professionals see the future of family-friendly media going. Dr. Eric Rasmussen, a professor at Texas Tech who researches children and media, said, Family-friendly media is media that the whole family can enjoy together and that will bring the family together. Dr. Rasmussen makes it simple enough that even a child can understand it. But let's listen to how he expounds that simple definition with a little bit of research. In the research, I haven't noticed anything that is categorized as family-friendly. As far as promotion of, quote, family-friendly, what I've seen has come out of the clean media industry. So like VidAngel, those are the only times I've ever heard of this family-friendly media. It's where they've taken the bad stuff out. Now, does that make it family-friendly just because there's not bad stuff in it? I don't know if that's the case either. So I would consider family-friendly media as media content that facilitates some kind of family togetherness or family discussion or family lesson. Just because you take the bad stuff out of something doesn't mean that there's good stuff in it. He now talks about why children learn best in the family unit and how media can be used to enhance familial relationships. Now, when it comes to the family, kids' media use and kids learning from media doesn't happen in a vacuum. It happens in the context of the family. And the family plays a big role in helping kids get the most out of the good media and avoiding the bad media. What media can do for the family or family-friendly media, I guess I'd say that Media can be used to facilitate family connection, family togetherness, family bonding, and it just depends on who's using it together and what they're using. The media has that power as well. Jeff Parkin, a screenwriting professor at BYU, says that it needs to be age appropriate. Different people define it in different ways. And I think it also sort of depends on kind of the age of your family. We can also look at content from the standpoint of maybe age appropriate. And so a lot of it is in the eye of the beholder. He goes on to explain a web series he worked on called The Book of Jeremiah that's meant for an older family. We did this web series called The Book of Jeremiah, but my own son, when we were making the this web series, he was nine. And I wouldn't let him watch a couple of episodes just because they were kind of dark. It is a little intense and a little bit scary. And while I would say the Book of Jeremiah is also family-friendly content, I would just say it is more appropriate for an older family. And so I think sometimes there are films that deal with harder topics that are actually really important for families that can help us explore ideas and allow us to talk about things in a way that can actually be really powerful for a family. Brian and Leanne Adams are the writers of Dwight and Shining Armor on BYU TV. Leanne Adams starts off with an explanation of co-viewing and how the elements of a show need to contain something for the entire family. We define family as a little bit more broad. We don't want it to be specifically for kids or specifically for YA or for tweens. We want it to be for co-viewing. It has something for kids, something for teens, 
and something for their parents. So it's pretty easy to get the kids involved in the show if you do these kind of big and wild and goofy uh, physical comedy or these wild situations that keeps the kids laughing. But then, you know, you have to also have some real sophistication, some smartness to the dialogue to keep the adults there, some wit to mm. it to keep the adults engaged. So humor definitely does help to bring people together and to bring multiple age groups together. She goes on to explain why content created for co-viewing is safer than creating content that is family friendly. The intention of co-viewing is to bring multiple generations or multiple age groups together where family friendly can feel like an excuse is if You've taken something that should be appealing to adults, but you've dumbed it down for kids. That's a real danger and you'll have a hard time in the marketplace with content like that. Instead, you have to take something that appeals to children and make it sophisticated enough that you don't drive adults from the room. She explains the challenge that comes when creating content for the entire family. It's an extra layer of challenge to be constantly thinking of your audience across multiple generations. And so you're always thinking of the little kids, the older kids, the tweens, the teens, their their parents. And in some cases, even you want to get to the grandparents. And, and for us, that's really been key. Brian Adams explains why he tries to create content that is good, not necessarily family friendly, that he would like to watch with his kids and grandkids. I try and make stuff that's good that we would like to watch. We also have kids. And I, I almost always think I would love to watch this with my kids. Or I think a lot also, this is maybe a little weird, but we don't have grandkids, but I think about my grandkids. And I, I really get excited about making you know TV shows or movies that I can sit down with my kids or in the future, my grandkids and say, isn't this awesome? I think it's awesome. And you think it's awesome. And uh, that's really been what guides me more. He tries not to use words and phrases like family friendly. I at least have never really thought of us as creating family friendly content. I feel like honestly, family friendly is almost a pejorative mm-hmm. because my experience is when people use that, it's sort of like, it's an excuse to be bad. I try not to use those monikers that really, honestly, in my experience has been just an excuse to like, well, it's just family friendly. It doesn't have to be that good. It's never been our approach. Something uh, you don't lose the kids, but you really have a lot for, you know, the adults. The goal is to make it good, not to make it family friendly or for kids. Eric Christensen, an executive producer at BYU TV, says that it needs to be appropriate for kids and helps them learn something. It's appropriate for kids. I think that's just got to be a given that it's appropriate for kids. It's not enough to say, well, it doesn't have swear words and it doesn't have nudity and it doesn't have violence, so it's family friendly. It's not just what it doesn't have, it's really important what it does have. I mean, all those first things obviously are just the given, but then it's gotta have more for us at BYU TV at least. Not only is it appropriate for kids, but it's really then giving them something extra. It's teaching them a message or a principle that's foundational to the core of the series in some way. Or if there's a principle in there that's worth talking about, when the show's over, mom and dad might say, you know, this idea of forgiveness that this episode was about is actually important. And it's kind of a jumping off point for a family to have a conversation. He talks about how at BYU TV, a demographic has been established to help focus their content in order to help strengthen families and have a desire to go out and do something. In the past few years, there's been a real focus of defining an 8 to 15-year-old demographic at BYU TV, which feels a little young, but it's really with that heavy emphasis on co-viewing, where we want it to be appropriate for someone as young as 8, but sophisticated enough 
that a whole family will want to sit down together. It can be fun and colorful and engaging, but either the comedy is sophisticated enough or the messaging is sophisticated enough that everyone can get something out of it. I think what defines family friendly for us or the best thing that could happen for us is not only a family watching together, but engaging as a family after they've watched. So if there's something in the programming that inspires them to get up off the couch and do something. You've learned about the varying definitions of how family friendly is defined. You've also learned about co-viewing. Now you'll learn about where they all think family-friendly media is going. T.C. Christensen, a writer and producer of films related to the history of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, starts us off. You know, there's this polarizing thing that's happening in our country and right and wrong and just all those kind of issues. And I think that there will always be this group that does want those kind of things that you and I are wanting to create. I think that market will always be there. We just have to be smart about adapting to the way we do it and costs and distribution and all that in order to make it work artistically, but also financially. I hope the demand for more co-viewing content takes hold. And we, we've seen that Paramount uh, Pictures picked up our show, Dwight, for international distribution. And now it's in something like 20 countries around the world. And, and the people that we've talked to at Paramount said what we really have used to sell this show is that it's you know appealing for the whole family. So that does seem to, at least in our case, be getting a little bit traction because that, that really is the big selling point mm-hmm. for our show. I feel that as production becomes more difficult to achieve in a COVID environment, that creating content that can be more broadly appealing may actually be a solution. If you are limited on how many productions you can do, it makes sense that you would do the ones with the most broad appeal. If you haven't already, hopefully now you can come up with your own definition of family-friendly media in your own home. Thanks for tuning in. 